and you're listening to Podcast and Amplify, a podcast for women entrepreneurs who want to amplify their voice and brand through podcasting and grow a wildly successful business. I'm the executive producer and host and an entrepreneur, and I love helping women grow their visibility, mindset, and business to the next level. Each week, I share tips on how to launch and leverage your podcast, and I'm bringing on the very best business leaders to give you advice on how to build your business empire. Let's amplify your voice and business. Welcome back to Podcast and Amplify. This is actually a bonus episode because I'm still off for the summer, but for anyone who is a business owner, maybe you're just starting out, maybe you've been in your business for a while and you're pivoting and you're struggling with that visibility. We're going to dive into a lot of things, but first we're going to talk about how to gain confidence as an entrepreneur and how to tap into your voice. We're going to talk about an upcoming event we've co-created together that we're really excited about. So. That's a very long intro, but I'm so excited to have uh, Leslie Liu on. Leslie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, so bonus episode. I feel like I need like a background noise of like coins, like Nintendo coins or something like Sonic the Hedgehog. What's up, everybody? For those that don't know me, my name's Leslie Liu, and I'm a women's empowerment coach. I'm the founder of Reclaiming Your Courage. And essentially what I do is I help women of color and allies defend themselves through a holistic approach to self-defense. And you're also an international speaker. I want to make sure people know that, like I've watched your journey over this last, I think it's been a year and you've just like skyrocketed and (laughs) you're all over the world. It's been wild. Oh yeah, I'm an international speaker and podcast host as well. Um, It's funny because a year ago, I think that, Um, kind of going into this episode, something that's important for me to share is I was like, how do you become a speaker? I knew I wanted to be on international stages and everything anyone ever told me was just not tangible and the advice sucked. So what did I go do? Like I went and everyone asked me, well, how did did you become an international speaker? I was like, "Um, I did it on my own. (laughs) I I basically just got really good at word vomiting and not listening to anyone else's advice who was trying to sell me a $20,000 package on how to be a speaker without actually showing me how to be a speaker. Yeah, so similar to you, my path to the stage was definitely my own. I was told that, you know, you have to go and do a lot of little speaking events and then work your way up. And I was told, you know, you'd never pitch to a conference if you haven't attended that conference first. And my path to the stage and retreats was really through podcasting because that was an approach that honored like who I am and my nervous system as an introvert. And so I took a definitely a very different route to the stage as well. And I think that's something that's really important is really creating your own roadmap. And I know that's something that both you and I are passionate about. 
this episode, which you titled, will be Unconfidently an Entrepreneur, which I really loved. Um, And so we're coming from this place because there are some things that we're seeing in terms of how people are maybe expected to show up in this entrepreneurial space. Um, There's can sometimes feel like there's a prescribed way. Obviously there is in like the whole Ted talk thing. Like I feel like it's a formula that people are taught. It can be formulaic online as well. And so I think what we're really trying to do is to shake that up a little bit and well, maybe a lot, and really make it more about what do you as an individual bring? Because those prescribed ways and those formulas can work, but I don't think they're ever going to get you as fully connected to your audience as you can be if you're just fully owning your voice, how you deliver it, who you are, essentially. If you want to help others feel seen, you have to let them see you and like the real you. So those two things really go hand in hand. Um, And so I know that there are a few things that we're seeing that we're hoping to be a solution for, you know, seeing in the sort of messaging and delivery space. Um, But can you talk a little bit about maybe what you've noticed? Social media is weird. It's It's a marketing, it's marketing mayhem right now. Everyone is wilding out. There's like so many programs and things, become a speaker, do this or that. And if you're listening to this thinking, I don't know, I don't really know how to show up anymore because you're seeing all these personalities and I'm going to go ahead and say personas because I'm like, is what you're seeing actual or is that what that person is projecting, right, to sell? And there's nothing wrong with selling. We're all business owners. We have to sell. But I'm like, hmm, this kind of feels icky for me. I don't really want to spend 20K for someone not to tell me how to speak, right? Or be in a six-month cohort when I could actually like go out there and do it. So F it. I'm just going to do it and document my journey, which is why you're like, I've been following your journey. I'm like, yeah, I ugly cried when I've I got you know, my first international talk, nobody had, nobody gave me an in. I wasn't part of a cohort. I was just someone who was like, okay, well, even if I get 10 no's, all I need is one yes. What I'm seeing, at least in the social media landscape is it's saturated. Everybody's trying to niche down or, you know, get you into a thing. And so it's like, okay, well, do I need to be doing that? You know, oh, I got to get better at making reels or I got to be able to like be able to edit stuff better. And it, I think that we lose who we are in that process. And I, you know, it's a dog and pony show sometimes. And it's a Disneyland tour. Like how many times do you go to a networking thing or a virtual thing and people are like, who are you? What do you do? And then you're like caught up in your I help statement a quadratic, a formula. I'm like, girl, I'm going to events where people are like, say what you do in five words or less now because people are tired of the, I help, it's a great starting point. If you're a new entrepreneur, yes, those things are great formulas, but you've got to find your way. Like the way I talk about what I do has changed. 
30,000 times in the last three years. And I'm like, okay, well, let me just speak to what I know and what lights me up, not what I think other people might want. I want to take a step back and I want to talk a little bit about our origin story and how we met. Um, Our courtship. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) When we both looked across the room and... (laughs) into each other's eyes and then you know I yeah I came over with my lemonade and just started word vomiting (laughs) in front of you (laughs) so we are are in a group of female entrepreneurs uh, the same group so that's where we met and I want to talk about this origin story because it lends into what we do and and how we help people tap into their own voice Um, And kind of what I was saying about different styles and showing up in your own way. So I would say that Leslie and I are very different in our approach to speaking and sharing our message with the world. Um, So what I saw from you initially was just like fire and fun and just out there. And you always had like the funniest comments. You had a very strong voice and opinion. And I was like, oh, I like I like this person, you know, I want to get to know her better. Plus I knew you were from the Bay area. So I felt like there's a connection there. I don't know that I was intimidated by what looked like to me as like more of an extroverted personality. I think I was more attracted to that, but I know it can be for us reserved introverts. It can be a little bit like, whoa. Yeah. And to be real, people assume I'm an extrovert, but I'm like, I'm actually a really introverted extrovert. And what I mean by that is like, I will go and speak Uh, for 30 minutes at a conference. And then I need to be left alone for like four days to go hike and read a book and to recharge. So it's interesting, right? And I think that you and I had an intersection because when I hear people talk about what they do, sometimes I'm like, I have no, no clue what you do based off of what you just said. But I think the beauty of what Kristen does is she puts a lot of time into and thought into what she's saying. She doesn't want to just blurt something just to blurt something and to say like my podcast, I help, you know, women amplify their voice and women of color, right? And to just be very real in stating who you serve was very attractive to me because I spent so much time in other entrepreneur groups that were like, oh, well, you don't really want to exclude other women by saying like you serve women of color. I'm like, no, I serve women of color and allies. Doesn't mean that I only serve white women or non-white women. It's just like, okay, well, if you're a racist, I'm odds are that, you know, that's not, you're not a demographic I want to serve. And so I really loved the part of you that was just very like, this is my background. I had a wake up call, you know, made a decision to go a different path. And like, from my perspective, that takes a lot of quiet strength and courage that I don't know whether or not people acknowledge that for you enough as it is. So I'm like, there's a lot of character and integrity without you having to say a whole lot. And I know that when we first kind of got on a Zoom together, yeah, it was kind of just like, whoa, she just coming in out of the bat. And I know that energetically, that is something that people receive a certain way. And I think that it was about us finding that crossroads, right? And I'm like, well, I hope I'm not that loud and obnoxious. I'm outgoing, but 
Um, this is just who I am and I don't really have time to waste on people and things that don't matter to me and my values. Yeah, I think, well, thank you for all those kind things that you said. And I do, that's meaningful to me because I am a thoughtful person. And so when that comes across, it's like, oh, you see me because that's just how I am. That's how I, I'm wired. And being in integrity is really important. Uh, but that was the thing. It wasn't like you were just on, you know, some people can be seem outgoing, boisterous, and it's like they're performing. It wasn't that that I got from you. I got like, oh, this is genuinely, she's just genuinely like a fun, <laughs> expressive person. But your message was really deep. Like what you are doing and what you talk about, I just knew, oh, I'm like, oh man, this is so impactful. Like I want to learn more. Like that's, then we got on our call and I think that we were both really like lit up by what we were doing and we could see a lot of, uh, yeah, intersections of, of that, the work that we're doing to really empower others. I think that's at the core of what both of us do, you know, is to help others see that they can own their space. They can uh, advocate for themselves, which is, I know, something that you really help um, your clients do. Um, so let's talk about like what our commonalities are. I think that the happy medium for us is we illustrated this beautifully in saying like people believe that there's only one a one lane highway to success. I want to be a speaker. I want to be. I want to be even more visible. I want to be more seen in my business. I'm scared shitless. Um, we are saying we're going to open up lanes for everybody, right? So if you want to be driving 40 miles per hour, you can go here and, or like finding your authentic voice is important. And I think where you come into play is really saying like helping people find what are, what is your true essence of your brand? What is it that you really want to say? And I think the part where I come into it is like, okay, well, how are you saying that? Because when you get too caught up in the mechanics, right, people that come to me are like, I'm not a great speaker or I don't have anything important to say. I'm like, that's actually a lie that you told yourself. Someone, you're comparing yourself to someone else. And so you actually have so many great things to say. And it's really my role to help you energetically and in your body convey that message because your message is more important than the mechanics of how to deliver a great TED Talk speech and a great slide deck. Like that stuff doesn't actually matter. I believe it's how you make people feel after you speak, not what you say. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, I think that's where I start with the connecting to your message, connecting to your why especially as an introvert, that was so important for me. That was the game changer, really. I didn't, I was uncomfortable speaking um, and using my voice for a long, long time. And one of the biggest shifts was when I started talking about something that I really felt connected to, I knew, knew like, oh, this is my purpose on that level. That's when all that other bullshit went away for the most part, right? I still had work to do, but like the comparing yourself to other people or thinking like, I have to get it right or I have to sound a specific way or what are people going to think? That stuff really more quickly fell away when I was like, nope, 
I know that what I'm saying is going to impact other people and it's coming from my heart. And so that's where I really like to start with people in terms of their messaging and what it is that they want to say. And then I'm just so excited about your piece because I know from my own experience, that's the other piece of the puzzle, right? It's like, get really clear, tap into what that message is for you that's on your heart and you know will speak to others. But if you don't have someone to help you energetically, like you said, like deliver it. And because I've gotten coaching, you know, around limiting beliefs and external messaging around like, oh, only extroverts are good presenters or speakers. Um, And somatic work, like those things, like really has to go in tandem. And so that's why I'm so excited to partner with you because every time you talk about that component, I'm like, that's exactly the other piece that people need, you know, to build that confidence, um, to share their message in their own way. Yeah. Thanks for that. You really have to embody it. Like someone's got to be able to tell you, girl, like stop putting your hand in your pocket, right? Like stop putting your hand in your pocket, stop reading off of your slides because that is distracting from what you actually have to say. And I think that people use, I see this a lot with designers and stuff, right? Like they get caught up in the perfectionism of like, you can create a really beautiful visual. And that's great. That's a great skill set. But when you use that as a crutch, it, it's almost like you dissolve into the background of that slide deck. People didn't come to a conference to read a deck, right? Like how do you make a connection with people? And I think that The analogy I like to use is like, if you want to become a great cook, you don't just wake up and become a great cook. You make a lot of nasty shit that you eat before you make a great meal. And so the same thing is with speaking is like, you got to sign up and get into a speaking gig. And even if you have nervous poops and you're, you're sweating in your blouse, those are the things that are going to propel you the courage to actually go and do it is in your perspective as well, is like, that's what's going to make an impact. Like, I feel that in my heart, right? Like, even if it came out all choppy and whatnot, you can fix those things. But what you can't fix is the perfectionism of like, okay, I'll just wait till next year. I'm going to apply and then I'm going to do my TED Talk before I can become a great speaker. It's like, no, you've got to put the reps in and actually hear the sound of your voice before you actually like just you just keep going that's really as simple as it could be it's not like going into the right program paying the money to guarantee you a a ted talk um there are so many profound speakers that aren't ted talkers people feel like they have to hide behind the credibility of a ted talk but i'm like this is our mini ted talk right now because it comes from our heart Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, for me, like you're talking about like the action, right? The doing. And when I started podcasting, which felt super uncomfortable, I was like, there's got to be a way I can get more comfortable before I do this. And nope, there is no way, you know, it's like the, the being uncomfortable is part of it. It's a very cliche saying, but it is so, it's so profound for me right now. The saying of like, it's about the journey, not the destination. 
I think I always took that as something that was just very like, oh yeah, I get it. Like flippant, but like, I can tell you, like, I am like really understanding that, you know, especially for a goals oriented person, you know, you can really get fixated on that end result, And it really is about who you are willing to show up and be during that messy middle to get to that end point, which is maybe standing on a stage or maybe just being more comfortable um, sharing your message online. But all of that discomfort, messiness, the poops, the sweaty armpits, like that's part of it. And like accepting that, that that's the part of the evolution and embracing it. Like that's such a key thing to, I guess, kind of embrace. And sometimes you need other people to help you see that and help guide you through that. Also, you know, I know with me for podcasting, a lot of the feedback I get from my clients is that the validation piece for me just saying like, oh yeah, of course you should have a podcast. Having someone else like believe in them, that's a huge component. Even for the people I've helped who have already spoken on stages, to me, they look like polished speakers, but there's something about diving into this new medium. There is really something to that of someone being in your corner and saying like, hey, I believe in you. I believe that it's important for you to take up your space and having someone give the feedback and give the encouragement, I think is really important. Yeah. I'll give you an example of a client I work with. He's like, I really want to become a speaker. I'm like, fantastic. Had the, had a, what was seemingly a perfect slide deck. Um, when we go to practice in the space, cause I always think it's important to get a feel for where you are. She goes and she walks behind the podium where the microphone is, you know, that wooden podium kind of look, looking like you're at graduation. And she has so many index cards in front of her laid out perfectly. And I said, okay, let's just take a beat right here. Um, I want you to get rid of the index cards and I want you to uh, st step away from the podium. I actually want you to take six steps to the right. And she was freaking out. She's like, what are you talking about? Like, I have all of my stuff on these cards so that I can stay on track and I've practiced it verbatim so that it's at 20 minutes or whatever and the perfectionism. And I said, don't try Just do. Like, I want you to make me feel something. But if you're reading cards, your message gets lost. And... It's important to push my clients in that way because I, the first couple of times I spoke, I probably delivered like 40% of my talk because I forgot. Because <laughs> no matter what, I don't care who you are, you're going to get nervous. And that just happens. And I'm like, it's okay. It's like a wedding. Nobody actually knows what happens, right? Nobody knows what I was going to talk about. But I don't actually practice my speeches too much because at the heart of it, I know what are the three kind of core things I want people to understand by the end of it. And so maybe the way that I illustrate that when I speak is different each time, just like the way I make a meal, I eyeball it. I don't, it's never going to taste the same. It's still good. So being able to improvise, being able to take a moment and an opportunity to connect with someone in the audience, right? Like thinking on your feet. It's really important for someone to say, like, 
be spontaneous, take a risk, right? Like I, I was at a conference and I was incredible. I was the last speaker after like two days of speaking. I'm like, wow, I'm really bored. That's just me. And so my coach was like, why don't you try coming from behind the room? And in typical Leslie fashion, just find a way. I'm like, I need to hype myself up. I go in the back. I start boxing. I start jumping, doing jumping jacks. Cause like, I'm like, I'm falling asleep. So what did I do? There was no sound system. So I just played California love on my cell phone and I walked down the aisle and I just gave everybody a big fat high five because I need to create the energy. I don't walk into a situation and just absorb people's energy because I'm going to die out. I, I am the energy, but that I know that about myself, but could I have taken that risk and everyone like, like, could I have bombed and everyone's like walking out by the end of it? Yeah, sure. There's a lot of risks that I have taken on stage that have paid off. Some have not. And people are looking at me like, uh, with crickets, but the confidence of being a speaker and standing in your power, in your body, grounded is important. When things like that happen, when people try to throw you off your game and ask you difficult questions, when the audience is stoic and not really understanding, I'm more interested in helping people with thinking on their feet, not like just delivering the, the speech that, no, you, you have to be able to read the room and the space and the energy. Yeah, I think those things are so important. And you're right, it really is about connection. And what are people going to leave with? Are they going to leave with like, Meh, that was a nice talk? Or are they going to leave with having had something shift inside them? you know, because you connected with them. And I think that that's another through line between our work. I know connection is really important to me. I don't really do superficial and I'm always looking for opportunities to uh, really connect. And I think, you know, sharing your message is definitely an opportunity to do that, whether it's speaking on a stage or whether it's putting a post out there or doing a live on Instagram or, you know, there's so many different ways that you can share your message. But like, are you really connecting? Is it really landing with the right people? When you're speaking from what lights you up, your heart centered place, like that's, what's going to get them excited. Like genuinely, that's, what's going to get them leaning in like, Oh, cause that energy it's undeniable. It is magnetic when you're just fully owning your shit. And you're like, this is what I do. And I'm going to talk about it in this way, because this is how it comes out of me. This is how I express what it is that I do. And um, so I think that's really important. And, you know, this retreat, it's an in-person retreat, um, which, you know, we really wanted to create like that retreat type experience. So it's in a beautiful setting. It's going to be very intimate, but it is to really get women business owners, it's almost like a turbocharge in a way, because you're spending time with not one, but two coaches, and you're getting coached on very specific things. It's 
going to be some, an experience where I know people are going to be like transformed by it, you know, like, and I don't feel like that's hyperbole at all. I think when you can have the opportunity to spend half your day focusing on your message and getting like intimately coached, that's a big deal. And that will get you that step further in that clarity and that confidence so much faster. And let's face it, I'm a mom. I don't want to be away from my kids for like four hours plus unless it's worth it. I'm not trying to waste anyone's time. I don't want to waste my time. And it's a good amouche-bouche to, I don't have to like go to Costa Rica for like six days in this retreat. I can have a taste and a bite of what's possible. And so what Kristen has put together and what I have put together, like if you, if you've struggled around like, well, I don't even really know how to talk about my business or I've actually pivoted and changed. So I think this retreat is for you if you are someone who might be the only entrepreneur in your friend group. There's not- Or family. Family is looking at you sideways, like, what are you doing? Or family, because it's lonely being an entrepreneur and you can't just figure it out on your own. There is something powerful about a group coming to and saying like, okay, well, what you think is resonates might not actually be the thing that resonates. It might be something else. And it takes for other people to say that to you. Like, here's what really stuck out about what you do. So if you're someone who's like, I've got this thing that I just feel called to do. I just really don't know how to speak about it or I'm trying to wordsmith it. It's just so much easier and less draining to come into a space where you can get away, say, here's what I've got. It doesn't have to be perfect. We are going to make a lot of messy stir fry in this day and you will have a better idea of how to put it all together. But obviously, if you've been sitting on it for a year, trying to come up with the perfect thing or the right thing, and that's preventing you from like putting out a website or you're so stressed off of putting off of a website that you're actually not going out there and pitching your services, that is a form of um self-sabotage and so being able to like come into a space with people who get it is what we're gonna do and you're gonna walk away with tangible things we're not gonna be sitting there and like kumbayaing it we don't got time for that it's really like come here because you want to be better about your messaging what are your values in your business and how you like you want to think about how you go about talking about it, um, which is why I like my portion of it, right? Is this kind of this lab and like, hey, do I have consent around giving you feedback? I'm not going to give you feedback. You don't want feedback, but I imagine you're here because you want feedback. Here's what I see. And it might be helpful for you or not, but um, maybe you're saying something and maybe your body is saying something else. So maybe the thing you're scared about talking about is actually the thing that you should be going for. This space is definitely going to honor the messiness of it. And there isn't an expectation to be perfect, like leave your perfection at the door because it's not what we're trying to create. You know, we're trying to create a space where we use our skills 
mirror some of it will be mirroring back what you know who you are maybe in ways that you can't see because it's hard for us to see some of our gifts or some of our stories even because we're too close to it so you know for me that's something that I love to do with my clients is you know tap into these stories that maybe you're not really identifying that are powerful you need to like let them know this is the value that I'm going to provide if I show up and speak to your people. And so honing in on that and crafting that is super important. If you're feeling like just confused, like your mind is being pulled in a million different directions of how you quote unquote should be showing up and sharing your message, you know, everyone's being told this is the way, no, this is the way, you know, that can just get so overwhelming and confusing. We're really trying to get you back to you and how you want to show up. And I think that's the the ultimate goal for what we're doing. I mean, there's chaos out there. Everybody's out there. And I think that it's like, how do you quiet that storm? You quiet that storm by really being in tune with what you want to say. And you actually have to hear yourself speak in order to refine that. Yeah. And like, think about, you'll start the first half crafting that message and then you'll immediately get to deliver it and see how it lands and have someone like Leslie give you that feedback. Yes, let's burn some chicken on the skillet together. You're going to burn some <laughs> chicken and it's going to be nasty or it's going to be like, oh man, this is the best meal I ever made. But either way, you're going to walk away with a clearer sense of Well, when I get lost and things are so chaotic and there's so much clutter on social media, um, how do I get back to myself? And these are the very things that is the strategy. And that's the other intersection between me and Kristen is really having a strategy around like, okay, well, if I get lost along the way, how do I get back to it? So this retreat will be taking place in October, October 14th, and it will be happening in Aptos, California. Beautiful location, ocean view. You'll get fed really well, local caterer. And then we'll also have the opportunity for you to uh, sign up for a a photo shoot. If you want to update and freshen up your headshots, Um, you can purchase that in addition to the retreat. And it's just great to have assets. Once you have your uh, description, you know how to deliver it, and then you have a headshot to send to all the places that you're pitching yourself, podcasts, uh, speaking events, or using in your social media content. We are providing a bonus for the first three people who sign up for the retreat. And that bonus is you'll look at a one-on-one session with me, 30 minutes, And I will review your pitch for you. I'll help you um, make sure it's really solid and it's going to land um, and get you those speaking um, opportunities. And then Leslie, tell them about your part of the bonus. Yes. Oh, I love that bonus. I'm like, I want that bonus. I wish I would (laughs) have had that early on. Um, Yeah. So similar to Christian, you will get a 30 minute strategy session with me, which is really having a game plan for when shit hits the fan. And what I mean by that is, okay, if I apply for these things and I don't get accepted, well, we need to talk through, well, what are some action steps you can take? Or I went to go speak at a gig and I froze up. Okay, well, what happened there? 
right? So really honing in on a strategy as to here are some things that are coming up for you that leave you stuck. So what's the strategy to actually get unstuck? So powerful. That is such a great extra bonus. We do have an application process. So you can go to podcastandamplify.com forward slash retreat, and you can apply. And it's a quick form. We will reach out um, to you, make sure that it's a good fit because, you know, we realize that sharing your message and, and showing up more visibly, like that requires a lot of vulnerability and courage. And so we want to make sure that the space that we're creating for you and the group that we're curating for you is a group of people that will be a good fit and be supportive and create the type of environment of safety and support that we want. Yeah, no randos. We're definitely um, very mindful of we want to work with people we feel aligned with so that we're giving you the energy and you know that you're going into a space that is organized in a way that it's meaningful for everyone. And so that we're all going to integrate together. I think that's all we have. Anything else you want to share? Just really excited for everything that's going to come out of this. Because I think the, the way that Kristen and I are doing it is in a very heartfelt way. And so just, just come and experience it and you won't regret it. Yeah. Come hang out with us. We're nice. I'm all right. <laughs> she's more cooler than I am. <laughs> I don't think so. She's she's definitely funnier than I am. So uh, regardless, we know that, you know, if you come with your own sort of heart-centered mission and vibe, then we'll be a great fit and we'll have a fantastic time together. And then you'll hopefully want to join us for future retreats. Um, I think that's all we have for you today. Again, I will put the links in the show notes. And thank you so much for being here with me, Leslie. Oh, yeah. I will see y'all in Aptos, California. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Podcast and Amplify. If you love the show, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And the best way to support this show is by sharing, rating, and reviewing the podcast. For those of you who leave a review, you'll get the chance to win a 30-minute strategy session or a mini audit of your existing podcast. Thanks for listening. And remember, your voice and what you have to offer is needed in the world. Until next week, take care.